It is time. It is time, everybody. Everybody, we are here. You are here. It is a new year. It is 2021. None of that 2020 shit. 2021 is here, and we are here with it. Can you read this? This is a new hope. And today, the new hope is my very special guest. I would like all of you, everybody everywhere watching this around the world, to give a warm A to Z program welcome to one of my closest friends, a guy I've known my whole life, his whole life. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Mr. Luke Tucker. Yeah, right. Woo! Luke thank Tucker. You. Thank Luke. you for that introduction, man. It's uh, it's going to be a tough one to follow uh, Mr. Bergman, though. I'll tell you, he's the, uh, I mean, he's Bergy. That's uh, Berg. But, yeah. Uh, but I'll do my best, man, and for, for real. Luke, I think you're going to do fine. I think we're going to have a lot of fun here. And uh, I'm going to be honest with you. I've had a lot of a lot of positive feedback. Um, a lot of people all week have been talking to me about this and looking forward to it. Actually, a lot of people, even in my in my group in the pop culture group, uh, have have talked about it. And you never know, Luke. You never know. You may or may not have a special guest uh, or a few special guests now and then popping through here. Hey, I'm so, ready for it, man. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, we got well, we got a comment already, Luke. Look at this. Your 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 beautiful wife, Rachel. She says your kids are listening, Luke Tucker. So we can't talk about you know those other girls that we were going to talk about. We'll wait till later. Yeah. Hey, say hi to Sam, Luke. What's and... up? Man? Anyway, so Luke, man, how's the, how's life treating you? How's things going? Well, Eric, I'd love to say everything's awesome. Um, Things are awesome, but I, you know, right now I'm quarantined. I, I feel great. I was in uh, contact from someone who has the virus. Oh wow! Okay, seven days ago, but I feel good. I'm going strong. Like I said, seven days. I feel like a million bucks, and uh, but just staying away from people. You know, you got to do the safe thing. Right now, I'm up in my office. Um, you know, nobody's here in the shop. So cool. Uh, you spent good. some time. Well, you spent some time in the shop, haven't you? I spent a little bit of time in that shop. I'm vaguely familiar with uh, with with the Easy Red Company. I, uh, I may or may not have a history with them. Uh, I actually, yeah. For those that don't know, I actually worked for uh, Luke's dad, uh, Mark, and Tommy, his his grandfather. As a matter of fact, um, I worked there over ten years, and yeah, I, we, ran of, the whole, we ran the whole shop in the back, the lead shop for sure. Yeah, I ran I ran that and. Uh, we did a lot of uh, odd stuff, like uh, odds and ends for 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 pop. Uh, a lot of stupid shit. A lot, a lot of stupid shit. I mean, we we just we we had a we had a ball, man. I mean, you got to think we about did. something. We, we were like you know sixteen and twelve or seventeen and thirteen. What are you? Five, you're five years older than me, right, Eric? Uh, three and a half, I think. Three three and three quarters. I think I'm almost four years older than you. Well, how the hell old are you now? Forty five. So you're four years older than I am. Yeah, I'm not good at math. I'm not good at math. Anyway, we'll call it three to five years. Well, we'll call it three to five. But we, uh, I mean, you know, if we're if we're going back like glory days, like remember how cool it was to work work at that place. Um, it was fun. Like, you know, like we're going back. We're going to start dropping some some old school names. Like like let, let's just start out with with you know R.I.P. Will Fowler. I oh, mean. Man. Uh, wasn't that wasn't that a good one? you made me steal his cigarettes, dude? Uh, we were like, because remember we were mowing lawns, right? And, and you didn't have any cigarettes. I was out of smokes, and I'm like, Will Wells. 
I was like, go over there right now. He's not there. I took his whole fucking pack. I, I told you to steal like two of them. You took the whole pack. <laughs> so, uh, but you know what the best part about that whole story is? Is we we smoked like three quarters of the whole pack, and then we we brought them back and we sent them back with like three. Where's my cigarettes? <laughs> oh, somebody took my smoke. And he was the coolest guy. You know, he just. Uh, you could you could talk to Will inside outside of work. He was the same guy. Like you could talk to him on different levels. Yeah, it, it was just a fun like I don't know smart one of the smartest guys besides your father. One of the smartest guys I've ever met. And yeah, uh, you know I do miss the guy for sure. Yeah, you said a mouthful there when you said said that Will was uh, like the same in and out of work. A lot of times you don't find that people, and I don't think people do it consciously. I think. You have like a work persona and a, and a personal life persona because I've noticed that people do tend to change. And I don't think it's and I'm, I'm not saying it, you know, in a bad way. What I'm saying is, that you know, you're sometimes you're in work mode and sometimes you're in personal mode and people tend to loosen up a little bit in their personal life. And, and when you like see them on the street, they tend to be a little more loose. But Will was was 100 percent every time you saw him and you like you said you could ask him anything you wanted to anytime you wanted to and it yeah. was really really fun yeah it was a sad night we we actually spent we were going over to the hospital hope, hopefully visit him and he didn't that, make, and I, I forget that, I, that was, no but, that's uh, one of luke that's one of the many adventures that we've we've been on i mean yeah yeah we've, we our whole life's like been an adventure it's it's been crazy it's you been know? fun man you know and you think oh. about it now like how the world is now and it, it well, actually uh, this picture was in my father's office so on my way up here i stopped and grabbed it i'm gonna say eric 86 87 wow look at that look at holy cow look at those handsome dudes i'm look pretty sure I, I caught i caught the fish and let you hang on to it but I, you know what luke i'm not gonna lie i think you did because you were always a better fisherman than me like Remember charlie Charlie, the giant bass we kept trying yeah. to catch. Look at oh them, my look at them, look whites we had there, Eric. We were, we were cute kids. We were cute kids. We had tan. I mean, oh, my God. That's probably the last. Tim Tabala is going to love this because he's going to say, I guarantee you he's going to say, that's the last time that my legs ever saw sun. I guarantee <laughs> you he's going to say that. <laughs> Timmy Tabala. Good old Timmy. Yeah, well, Timmy was great. I mean, I remember <laughs> growing up in deposit. It's the country. I mean, I mean, outside of these windows, I think the village has maybe a thousand people. As a, you know, I think you're right. I think that's a fair. Right around there, you know, back back then there was twenty five hundred back when this picture was taken. But oh yeah, then there was a you know, there's no more real entrepreneurship or business or retail here. So it's gone down in population. But my point about about Timmy is, you know. So you're here. You don't meet a lot of culture. You know, you're up in the country, and then all of a sudden, the Tabalas come up, and they're part of that Fourth Street, Court Street crew that I used to hang out with, Nate Evans, yeah, Thomas, you did, Tom, Thomas Reese, and you know, Ronnie Tabala, and, and then Tim showed up, and then uh, I remember he'd always bring up his uh, Dave Logue and and, and 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 Kenny and all those guys that I was yeah. like, oh, these guys from the city are cool. Like I always had a stereotype that they were like. Kind of a, kind of dicks. Yeah, well, but, yeah, because we we didn't the, the, the listen. were awesome, man. We like they we, were. We had a they lot. Of fun. They drink Budweiser and play King of the Can. We just had a lot of fun. Yeah, it's it's you know and and Tim let goes, me, Tim let me get number fifty six. 
after uh, him for, for, for being me. number jack. So <laughs> I appreciate that, Timmy. That's awesome. You know, that that's funny you say that, Luke, because you know, growing up in a small town like we did, um, we were we were brought up with the preconceived notion of a lot of things that really weren't true. Um and it wasn't and I think it was done innocently. Yeah. Be, because a lot of guys that you know older the older generation older than us really uh, not many of them traveled i mean abroad no. let alone domestically because you know there's so many and as you know Luke you're you're very well traveled and you know the different just the the differences in the uh, where we live itself in the united states the regional differences the cultural regional differences yeah, man. the accents the the food that's different everywhere and you know when when people who would come from a different place would come up here to our you know to our area we would think like oh my god you know look at their clothes look at how yeah. they talk yeah you know it was cool because guys like you and me were kind of savvy we kind of got to know people well i think it was because hanging out with the tabalas they were faster paced and whatever but they were just cool and you got to give somebody the benefit of the doubt you know they're going to be maybe they don't grow up like us and they don't talk as like us but doesn't mean they're bad folks, you know, and I think, you no. know, I, st I still hear it today, you know, and some of it's true and it's kind of funny, like when hunting season's about to come up, you know, somebody will say, oh, here comes all those idiots, you know, and whatever. <laughs> yeah. that, that's funny because there's a couple of idiots that come up and, but honestly, really are. if there wasn't city folks, if there wasn't people from downstate, now, geographically, we're not far from, from downstate. I mean, no, you know, I mean, you can be at the George Washington Bridge in two and a half hours. So tap and Z, same thing. Right. So it's not far. No. Honestly, and let's face the facts, man. Like you wouldn't be working at a grocery store if there weren't city folks coming up because we wouldn't have one. They they have they they and contribute a lot. Have, we wouldn't have a movie theater. We wouldn't have restaurants. Like, yeah, it's part of our economy. And a lot of them now, a lot of them have moved up here. I'm gonna well, I'm gonna tell you. I, I am, and everybody who knows me knows this, that I'm absolutely in love with the city. I I thrive when I go there. Um, I, I not only have people that that I care about, who I consider family, who is the Tabalas. Yeah, man. But I'm I'm you know me, Luke. I'm on the I'm on the I'm a people guy. I want to be here. I want to be there. I don't like sitting around. I like being part of whatever. And this, you know, I that's probably why I always. Uh, you know, was cool with, with, with different people coming in because it's like, I kind of got it because I don't want to say I was an outsider, but I, 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 it's t I kind of tend to gravitate on that line. Like, you know, I wasn't in, but it wasn't out, you know, I, I, I was Hey, we got some hellos and we got some feedback here, Luke. We got tons of it. So Mr. Tabala actually says, what's hey. up? Fella? Yeah. Hey, All right. And Timmy, Timmy, you know, is, is cracking jokes already with the fresh air fund. And uh, hey, look, the boss, the boss stopped by to say hello. Steve, awesome, man. Thank you, Steve. Thank you, Steve. You're the man. We wouldn't be here without you. So thank you. Yeah. It's a and, good, oh, Billy Reese. Oh, Billy Reese is one of our favorites. Billy Reese is, is one of my favorite people in the world. He's fun. And they're, they're, he says, be be nice, Billy, we're always nice. Come on. Billy, you know, you know how much I love Brooklyn, man. And we've talked at length about that. But uh, Luke, I want to I want to tell you something. We uh, we we have a special uh, we have a special guest who would like to pop in and, and join us for some witty conversation. Let's do it. Would 
would all you please welcome to the A to Z program, I think possibly for the first time. I'm not sure he's been on the program before, but regardless, here he is now. Ladies and gentlemen, my tag team partner, my hetero life mate, Tim Tabala. Oh, yeah. Tabala's here. What's up, guys? Awesome. How's it going? How, how could I not come on and talk to my man, Luke Tucker? How could I not come on and talk to Luke? What's going on, Luke? Doing good, man. That, that's why I come on. You give me a nice, a nice word, a nice, nice shout out. I had to come on and say hello. What's hey, going I'll on? Take, I'll take the uh, the no playoff too. I'm I'm okay with that. With it, with the with Philly blowing. Oh, Philly. Yeah. We, we, really. we can't talk fans. about that with the eagle eagle fan in the room. Yeah, we, we can't, can't talk about that. that. Hey, we got some hellos <laughs> for Tim and everybody already. We got Angie. Angie's saying hello. Hello, Angie. All right. Angie, Rachel, that Steve Ferracci guy. How you doing? What's going on, everybody? We got Mike Domino. Mike Domino oh, saying what's Domino. going on. Very cool. Look, I heard you quarantined. What the hell's going on? Uh, Timmy, I, I was. Uh, it's a place. It's a place where I go. Not around here. Over in over in Binghamton, to the barber shop. And uh, I was there last Tuesday. She started getting symptoms Thursday, and she is positive. Nice. But like I said, it was last Tuesday, bro. And today, tomorrow's Tuesday. So I'm I'm gonna be a full counting Tuesday. I'll be a full eight days, and I feel good. And, you know, I don't want to get the virus. I don't think none of us want to get it, but I'll be honest with you, man. It's almost like, gosh, if I get it, I can just hold on for however long it takes and I'll be done with it. You know, it's just, that's always in the back of my mind. I mean, I don't want it. I don't want it, but no, no, but I feel real good. I don't, you know, I'm just, you know, doing the safe thing, staying away. I was close to somebody who was positive. I mean, pretty close, cutting my hair. That's, that's about as close as you can get, but masks were worn. And so, I mean, I feel good. Hey but, Tim, uh, Tim, Sammy, Sammy, as always, says, "What's up, Tim?" Sammy's like a good friend of the show, good friend of mine. And oh, look at this! Look at Farachi. People see the name Luke Tucker and think of country music. Now, Steve, I don't think you understand how funny that is because I'm. Mean, we're going to tell you a little bit. Of, we're going to tell you a story right now. Luke, growing up, uh, had a very affectionate nickname of Hootie. Okay, and it and it was for the absolute reason that he resembled or resembles. Darius Rucker, whom back, you know, back in the 90s, we didn't have the internet. We did, but it wasn't really extensive. And right. nobody knew everybody's real names unless you looked inside the album cover and who the hell did that. Well, some people did that. All right, Dana, I guess I'll make you something. So Luke was Hootie. That's what everybody knew him as. So I, I don't honestly remember who, who started the name. I could have been Shane Bowen because he started everybody's nickname. Basically. Um, but yeah, and it worked because if you look, I mean, right now I got Hootie by about seventy pounds, and I'm a little white. <laughs> but, yeah. That's because you, you, you had a full goatee at eleven, isn't it, Luke? That's why, basically. <laughs> I, I started shaving at thirteen. Come on. Wow. <laughs> um, nah, man. Yeah, that was fun. You know, I was in a uh, a bar in Albany waiting for the an airplane. Probably five, six years ago, I was flying out of Albany. And I hear somebody say Hootie, and I'm like, man, maybe somebody's just trying to tell somebody what to put on the jukebox, you know, and I'm having a drink. Hootie. And I'm like, nah, that's too I turned around, it was Brian Tiffany. He was, he was <laughs> out in Albany. So we sat and had a few drinks together. And I was like, I knew it had to be somebody that knew me from high school, you know. What a small world. That's cool. What yeah, a small Brian world. Tiffany. So, Timmy, what's up, man? 
thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for coming to talk to Luke. I mean, you guys really haven't probably seen each other face to face or talked in a while, right? Tim, I bet it was. Uh, Had to be lumberjack, no? Lumberjack. A years ago. Okay, it was probably. Was that years the, ago? Uh, and you was came that up the weekend? Son, you came up for my son's walk. Uh, yeah, years ago. Um, yep, we came for that. Yep, that was good. Yeah. Tim, I, what was that? The infamous weekend of the Sam and Marla. Um, Oh uh, shit! Police fiasco. Yeah, I think it was. Yes, it was. That was only two years ago. That was only two years ago. Yeah. Yes, that was the same weekend. Same weekend. Yes. Tim's like, I don't (laughs) know, man. These girls are fucking crazy. We just got to get them. Get them out. (laughs) I just yeah, that figures. That's all I said. It was. That sounds about right. Yeah, Yeah. sounds about right. Tim was not. Tim not going to try to fight it. He was not phased at all. He's like, he looks over. Like we're standing next to one another. He looks over. He goes. Oh Christ! Wonder what Sam's doing now. And we walk over there. He's he's cool, calm. He's not even breaking a sweat. Well, everybody was breaking a sweat. It was like eight thousand degrees. Oh, was it that weekend, man? It that was, was that hot. weekend. It it was like it was. Oh my God! It was like inferno hot. I mean, yeah. but yeah, Tim just like all right, all right, all right. Like he's Mister Cool. Like he's the guy you want. Uh, thank God Tom was there. Tom True. Tom Tom flashed True. a little badge and a little a little of that you know charm. And everything was smoothed over nicely, so I got to thank Thomas for that. Yeah, not a lot of people are going to argue with Thomas. Not really. Look at this. Look at Andrew Backrack's joining us. Andrew, welcome to the program. Awesome, Andrew. Welcome to the program. Thank you, Andrew, for watching. We appreciate you. You said some very nice things before, Luke, and and I'm gonna I'm gonna reciprocate because I'm gonna say for those of you that don't know Luke, I would put Luke in the top ten sweetest people alive category easily. I was pretty Easily. sure you were really. I was pretty sure sexy, but thank no, you. No, no, no. Yeah, sexy, too. I'll put you up there for sexy, Luke. I, I have no problem with that either. But I wanted to keep the show a little even keeled here. Right, right, right. But yeah, definitely one of the sweetest people I got to meet upstate. Definitely Thanks, one of the, you know, when I moved to town, you know, you know, you, you, you said that we were cool and we were all cop. Yeah, but, you know, I, I'm not going to lie. I was a little nervous moving up there. I didn't know who was going to not like me, like me, or, you know, but certain guys like Eric, like you. You know, you welcomed me. It was awesome. So we had a great time because of that. But yeah. I, I remember being, because I would hang out at the Evans's. Me and Nate were, were buddies. Yeah. And he's like, you know, let's go to the, you know, well, we'll go up to Ron's and, and Paul's. We were the, we were the two young. I mean, Nate and I are several years younger than you guys. And, you know, we'd go play kick the can or hide and seek and do dumb shit with all those guys. And then when you came around and then, you know, Dave Logue was always there and, and Kenny and, and all those guys. And they were just so nice and so like, we were, it was instant friendship. And, uh, you know, you guys came up there my whole childhood. So, uh, you know, it was like, it was weird if the lumberjack festival was around and like the Tabalas weren't there. It was like, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> but, yeah, uh, man, we, had, we had a blast. We had a blast. It's awesome. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. Now, we're hoping uh, by speaking of the lumberjack festival, <clears throat> Tim, we're, we're actually sitting with, with, with royalty here. We're sitting with the president of the Deposit Lumberjack Festival, are we not, Mister Tucker? Yes, we are. It's been a. Why don't you? Uh, why don't you tell Luke for the benefit? Because we have a lot of. We, I mean, I'm. I'm not going to toot my own horn here, but you are on the premier show on pop culture. Other than the Just Too Sweet show, you're on the premier show of the pop culture pro. So I can slide some promos in. You can slide some promos in, but I'm just saying you have you have a, an audience of of right now thousands. So. For the benefit of all my viewers that don't know, explain to everyone our hometown of Deposit, New York, which is located in the southern tier region of New York State. Explain to them 
what? Why am I doing this? What, what the I fuck? <laughs> so explain so, to them what the Lumberjack Festival is. Give us a rundown here. Deposit Lumberjack Festival. Um, third weekend in July, traditionally. Okay. Um, last year, I'll say it was the 44th because we did, we had stuff that weekend. As you would have thought I was organizing, you know, you know somebody's death. Yeah, you would have thought it was like a like a Nazi concentration camp the way people were going on about it. I mean, but, it, no, I'm serious. This is they were treating you with. No, I had some pretty, I had some pretty harsh shot words said to you me. You really did, man. I was yeah, everybody. Nobody got sick. It all worked out. It was good. Um, but third weekend in July, it's our traditional, um, you know, small town festival. We've got carnival rides, games, and it's Friday, Saturday, Sunday, a parade, and our. Our mascot in our in our school is a lumberjack because back in the day, the place is called Deposit because back in the day, this was the lowest point on the river, on the Delaware River. So it was where all of the lumberjacks would bring their logs to deposit them on the river because it was easier. So they called it the Deposit Point. Oh. So that's how the name came about. So traditionally, we have a lot of occupations here that involve like logging and you know, in, in timber in that industry. So we do professional lumberjack <laughs> games at the uh, at the lumberjack festival. And it's not just a couple of local guys getting I mean it's New York State certified. It's it's on the, the professional circuit. So it's pretty yeah, fun. Real deal. Yeah, real deal. And uh it's just a fun weekend for a deposit, you know, kind of a nice cash cow for the area. We bring in close to ten thousand people throughout the weekend and as I said earlier, there's possibly a thousand that live in the village so you know we're talking like 10 times the amount of people it's like you know the only time you'll ever have a trap the only time you have to stop and look both ways at a traffic sign yeah i mean that that what it was 2018 i think luke that i i think you guys had i mean i may be wrong but it seemed to me that there were just thousands of people all weekend i mean it was it was, was, sec it was the second year i took over and we just had you know what dude I'd love to say, yeah, it was all my planning and all this and that. Yeah, and it was. We we had a group. See, it kind of lost its its its. There was a lot of different. Groups. There wasn't as much zeal or yeah. or. And there or, was guys that were working hard and they were doing, but they just they weren't. I don't want to say they weren't from here. They just didn't. They didn't go to them when we were younger, and it just. They were just trying to keep it going, and but, so we, basically, I, it was with the right intentions, but possibly with in, in the wrong in the wrong hands. Yeah, that's, that's just, let's just be honest. Let's, we can so be a, honest. a couple of us got together. And we're like, let's take this over and have fun with it. Yeah, so we'd have meetings here in the office, and we'd bring beer and pizza, and we'd talk about how do we make the lumberjack festival better. And we did, and we we got good bands, and really, it boils down to three days of good weather. If you have Good weather, you're going to have a good turnout. And, uh, you know, that's what it boils down to. We have enough cool entertainment. We get good music. We have the Hopsaw Beer Festival. There's 14 craft breweries that come down and um, set up. And, you know, it's just uh, it's a fun weekend. But, dude, nobody wanted to. It was last year, two years ago, it was a, it was over 100 degrees each yeah, day. Yeah, it, it was nobody awful. Wanted to be there. Nobody. It was awful. I mean, it was just – I I've never – I mean, I've experienced heat, but I mean, it's just, it just feels like, I, I just can't believe, I couldn't believe, I mean, Tim, we were at our, our class reunion. Yeah, yeah. Prompt, right? That was hot. Very and, hot. Super and like, hot. Luke, you were running around down at the tent. Oh. I mean, 
and there were still people there. It was like, wow, man, this is crazy. But maybe it was 17 or 18. I just remember, like, my brother, like, he'd be like, because you know Eric, how my brother. I th- Eric, I think it was the year before that, man. I remember it was Saturday night about 10 o'clock and Steve O'Connell's band's jamming. And I'm just kind of sitting back and looking and it's just people and people everywhere. And I was like, nice. We, you know, it's like, this yeah. is what I wanted to see. Yeah. And yeah. I had to get my brother out of there because he had, he had enough. He didn't yeah. want to be there. I remember being a kid going down there with Mike and he's an alcoholic and he, he doesn't drink anymore. <laughs> we were trying to help, you know, he was trying to help the rotary and pouring beer for your dad and my dad. And he grabs me. He's like, dude, you got to get me out of here. I can't pour any more of this beer. I'm going to drink it. And yeah. as a kid, I didn't realize how like crazy that was for him. Like he was like 28 years sober and he grabs me and he's like, you got to get me out of here. Yeah. Speaking of speaking of uh, speaking of Mike Zant, uh, Mike Zant says I changed both their diapers. Yeah, Mikey. Mike, he probably did. He probably did. Um, but but I, you know, Mike Zant, you know, changing diaper. Come on, that's you know, that's no. He he absolutely did. He absolutely did. He was Mike's so Mike's Eric, ten, ten years older than me. So Eric, we're we're not related, but we are ish. Um, your sister, my sister, married my mom's brother, Jeff. Your uncle. My uncle, right. So, so my sister's your aunt, like basically. We're probably like seventeenth cousins or something like that. Twice, <laughs> twice, for, twice removed. But anyway, but anyway, that was we we started growing up together because of my grandparents and your parents were best friends. Mm-hmm. Specifically, we, my mother and and Grandma Tucker. We used to take some fun rides in their motorhome, man. It was uh it was great. Oh Christ. That you know Tim. So we're on this we're on this okay, so the largest legal motorhome you could have without buying without getting like a CDL, man. This thing was huge. Dude, dude, it was like it was like a Greyhound bus and they, they would drive like a son of a bitch. Like I mean this and thing you could legally drink there, not the driver, but it was considered oh. like a home on wheels, so you could drink. <laughs> yeah, everybody's sitting in there getting getting blasted. So Luke and I are these young kids, and like we you know, they buy like the young the young kids snacks and stuff. So we have like like bananas and chips and crackers oh, and great. So, so here's a here's a fun here's a fun one, Tim. We're on. They they used to do these jaunts on Sunday, like they'd go up to the Finger Lakes, you know, or they would go, you know, wherever, you know, like a day trip. So I don't know. Luke had an upset stomach that that day or that night. I'm getting ahead of the game. So mm-hmm. what happened was my mo- my mother gave us this bag of grapes, and so you know, instead Luke and I instead of eating them we're as we were driving down the highway, we were chucking them at cars. We Everyone. just kept throwing them at cars. <laughs> they were all gone. So so later that that afternoon, Luke's like, "Oh, my stomach doesn't feel too good." My mother goes, "It's probably all those grapes you guys ate." <laughs> I remember that. We didn't eat one fucking grape. They all went out the window. Yeah. That's great. It was so fun. It was so fun. Cody, oh, you got Cody's comment up. Cody. Cool. The, uh, so, guys, while you're here, Tim, um, I wanted to uh, Uh-oh. kind of, uh, well, no, 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 this is, this, is, this is okay. This is okay. So, 2020 so, was probably the absolute worst year in the history of anything easy. So what do you guys, what do you guys besides COVID? Okay. What, what sticks out? What else sticks out 
and from 2020 to you guys? What like it can be bad, it can be good, it can be, you know, something. What 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 you know off top of your head? 2020, get, take COVID I'll, out of the equation. I'll go, to, I'll go to something pretty good, man. I got to I got to spend a lot more time being a being in sales on the road. I had to spend a ton more time with my family, my beautiful wife. She's still on, right? Yeah, right here. <laughs> and my and my kids and like really. I mean, with Rylan and Eric, Tim, you could you could appreciate this too. Oh, he will. Tim I mean, will love this. Gosh, I'm my name was Luke. My dad's a huge Star Wars fan. My brother could talk Star Wars with you all day. He's on here now, and I just I never got into it. Like I watched The Empire Strikes Back and stuff, but you know, I just wasn't into it. You know, I don't know for whatever reason. But Rylan, my son, my seven year old, really wants to get into it. So now we're and it's funny, it's ironic, and I didn't plan this. We just finished the New Hope yesterday, so we are going in order. And I every like once in a while I'll pause it and I'm like, Eric, what? <laughs> He'll message me and say, and yeah, ask me stuff. It's Luke, great. Amanda Walker's chiming in, saying hello. Yeah. Hi, Amanda. But yeah, Luke, uh, Luke, Luke's trying to go through the process of learning about Star Wars and watching them. So actually, Timmy um, is just as, as as knowledgeable, perhaps maybe more than me. So drop him a message sometime when you want to know something too. Believe me. Yeah. We well, first of all, you're starting off on the right foot because you're watching it in right order. Yeah. You watch no, the original first. That's and the first thing a, you got to do right. And it made a lot of sense to do that. Um, yeah. Every, and a lot of people said you don't have to. You can do what you want. But, you know, it just made sense. And some of them, like, uh, you know, the, the Han Solo one was was good, but it wasn't great. Like, with the seven-year-old, there wasn't a lot of action. But I liked it because – told who Han Solo was and you know but the the new hope was 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 fantastic my favorite one so far it was it was great new hope is great new hope a lot of, you know um i mean tim as a, as a lifelong star wars fan as i am um do you, do you feel a new hope gets slighted a little bit no as compared to the so. other movies you don't think so it got, i, I think most people will pick that as a second favorite that's my second favorite. I, I think a lot of people pick it in their top three, top four. Okay. I don't think it really gets slighted. You don't think it gets think slighted? Okay. Revenge of no, the Sith is so. pretty good. I Revenge of the Sith is really good. When they introduced Palpatine and like that was that was cool. I think one yeah. of the best scenes in the whole franchise is when they're in that theater and they're talking oh, yeah. about like subtly talking about the dark side. I mean that's what that's my favorite scene in, in any of the Star Wars. It really is. It's fun. Um real quick, guys. I want to see, you know, since COVID overtook our lives and COVID changed our lives and basically, you know, fucked our lives. Let's see if you remember some of these other awful things that happened in 2020. <laughs> okay. You guys remember the Australian bushfires? Oh, that yeah, was right that, at the beginning of the year. forget about that? That's, yeah. That's what started it all off. That's what started yeah. off this sucky year. That, that started it all off, you know, and, and my God, you remember how horrible it was like in the in January hearing about that? You're yeah, thinking you're so yeah, like Jesus H. Christ, that place is going to burn yeah. until they reach the desert and sand won't burn. So um, with that, after that happens, I'm not a fan of the royal family. I don't give two shits about the English royals. Um, I, I, don't, I don't really care about any of that. But it was interesting to hear that Prince Harry defected from the family. Do you remember that? 
I, I do remember hearing that. Yeah, and he married a really hot girl, and I would have defected too if she told me to. Anyway, um, yeah, yeah you kind of get lost in in all the mix of you do other news, you know. You you do, and could because it's uh, trust me. I mean, Luke, you you know, and Tim, you definitely know because you and I never really had a break through any of it. Uh, Tim had to rough through New York City during this whole thing when New York was the worst place in the fucking universe to be. Yeah, the center, man, yeah. And then when it came upstate, I'm I'm up here, everybody's coming to my store buying stuff because they don't want to go to the big stores because they're afraid of the crowds, so they make crowds in my small store. So, like, I had to deal with, with that. Tim had to deal with, with the crap. So we, COVID kind of, you know, brought us away from, from other things that happened, but there were some other bad things that did happen. How about the stock market? Do you guys remember that that actually crashed? Yep. How's your that portfolio, guys? That I don't remember. Getting much better. Is it getting better? Oh, yeah. Good. I'll, let me check my wallet. I'll see what my portfolio is. Check your happened. wallet. I don't know what happened there. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, um, I thought one of the funnier things, um, it actually kind of brought a little bit of uh, – it kind of it kind of took everybody's mind, and this is the this is the media. This is how you know everybody criticizes the media for bad news and and false reporting and only reporting biasly and this and that. But some of these news outlets are smart, and I'll tell you why. Because when Kim Jong Kim Jong Un, the dickhead from North Korea, when he was purported to be dead. dead. That was, I mean, that that rode the wave for I don't know how many, I don't know how many days a week. I mean, every single day they're like, oh, now we hear he's it. Now we hear he's it. And if I'm going to be honest with you, I, I got infatuated with that because I'm like, wow, this asshole might really be dead, you know. And and do we know if he's alive? Have we seen him? I haven't. I personally, I think he's popped up once in a while. No, did he pop up? I'm not, okay, I'm not even okay. sure. Do you think it's a prop though? Do you think or or you know, you think he's, he's going to be like Elvis. He's got a double. They, they all have doubles. Number one, right? I mean, I'm not. I don't wear a tinfoil hat, guys. I don't wear a tinfoil hat. But would it would be smart for a world leader to have a have a double? Like Hitler had one. There's Hitler again. I'm. I'm that's the second Hitler reference, and I'm not going to make any more. Okay. Stalin had one. Um, I believe that. Uh, uh, Don Johnson had one on Miami Vice. Um, yeah, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar had one. So, I mean, it's like, you know, the last Kareem two. Abdul-Jabbar. I'm making all that shit up. I'm just making it. it doesn't even there, there ain't no one in Kareem Abdul-Jabbar size. No, <laughs> no, nobody's that tall. The only one that was that tall was, uh, 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 was it Richard McGee? Is that his name? Yeah, yeah Big Rick. McGee? Big Dick McGee. Um. So Joe Biden announces that he is going to be uh, running for president of the United States for the Democratic Party at the almost same time we see an impeachment from President Donald Trump. You guys remember that? Yeah, March, April. March, April. And, you know, we were all in... You, you skipped a big one. Didn't you skip a big one? I skip, hold on. I'm not, well, no, 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 no. It's coming. I Believe me, you, I know which one you want. I know which one you want. I think it's... Well, I think, I think, did that happen in January? What the that the impeachment? No, 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 Kobe, Kobe. Oh no, it's coming. Yeah, no, 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 it's coming. Kobe, Kobe. I, I got him grouped in with with with, with some other people. Oh, 
But I thought he was in January. That's why I thought he was just going month by month. I'm I'm kind of throwing them all over the place. I'm I don't want to I don't want to make it seem like I'm reading everything right off of a of a, a card that I actually am. Which you know talk show hosts do, and I can get away with it. But actually, good point. We lost a lot of cool people that we kind of admired and looked up to, and Kobe Bryant was one of them. Kobe Bryant, perhaps the second or third greatest basketball player ever to put on uh, basketball shoes and play on a on a court. I mean, tell me, tell me I'm wrong. I mean, he's one of the greatest of all time. For sure. And that was absolutely horrific how how that happened. I mean, it, you know, regardless, I mean, that sucked. And that was awful. It was an awful thing. Yeah, it was, and, not, uh, it was not a great year, man. No. And, you know, to top it all off, one of my heroes, uh, a man who I credit with my technique for playing guitar, Eddie Van Halen passes away. And that really hit me, man, because – I, I'm a shitty guitarist. I really am. And I know a lot of tricks. And the reason I know all those tricks is because I sent staff for hours in my room when I was a teenager just mimicking Eddie Van Halen, watching Right Here, Right Now, or listening to his old albums till I found out all of his tricks. And I could do them, but I, I can't play a fucking song to save my life. So, I mean, unless it's a Slayer song. But, yeah, Eddie died. And, uh, Luke, you and I listen to Eddie a lot. Yeah, man. Yeah, we were big Van Halen fans. Um, well, guys, you know, this list is by far not over, but it wouldn't be complete without the one and the only invasion of the murder hornets. Oh, Remember that? Christ. That, oh was, short, that was short-lived, but that was, that was... It was very short-lived. And what... It's they, clickbait, so man. That's what the world come to. It's, who's who's going to... Uh, Who's gonna click on the craziest shit? That so let's let's go with that. You know. Yeah, yeah. I like the Kim Jong Un fake death thing better, but you know, because I was you know I don't know why that intrigued me. But uh, uh, there was also well, guys, there was also a real a real big a real big uh, thing that happened here. You know, we talked about the Australian wildfires on the west coast in California. They had some, I, and I I would imagine there's still some going. If, if I'm if I'm maybe I'm wrong, but those wildfires that happened out in California, they were absolutely awful. That seems to be that was one of the worst annual thing in the fall out there. Annual thing, but they just got out of goddamn control. And then wasn't they, there? Am I like am I like like watching too many talk shows? But well, Chris Summers makes a good point. Tom Brady all, left the Patriots. It is. They did start. Chris, you got a good point. It did start when Tom Brady left the Patriots because. It's funny the Patriots didn't make the playoffs, but the Bucks might, right? Oh, they right? made it. Yeah, yeah they, they made did. it. Oh, yeah. You're welcome for everybody picking on me all those years for loving Tom Brady. Huh? Thank you. So anyway, um, California wildfires, but you know, all in all, guys, 2020 sucked. 2020 sucked. Yeah. Uh, but you know what? 2020 did bring us. 2020 brought us pop culture pros. Yeah, man. And you guys got a cool format, man. I love the stomp you out show, the stomp it out show and like the two sweet. It's I like it because of the broad range. You could go. We could go anywhere we want with this. And it's not, anywhere you want with not this. illegal. Like it's it is what it is. It's fun. And you know what? A lot of people are at home and stuff. And who at home, especially the women out there, wouldn't love to turn on their Facebook and see these three goddamn faces there. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 can, I, I can't name one. I can name one in this house right now. 
who's, t- who's tired of this face? <laughs> yeah. Well, I just like to say that I'm taking a sip of a tasty beverage of RC Cola. RC Cola, my favorite cola, and yours too. RC Cola. Ooh. You can call me if you want because I'll I'll promote this all day long. The RC Cola. Look at that. Without right. without 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 consent from the boss. That's all right. Well, I don't have anything. I don't have a logo, and I could be I could be drinking goat piss. You know. Hey, I got a logo, bro. You got a logo? Show me a logo. What do you got? I don't, on, don't worry, Luke. Easy, oh, you're easy. Gonna get, you're going to get your props. Easy red. You're going to get your props. Easy red. Yeah. Luke's, uh, Luke is. Amanda Walker says she means, of course. What is what, what, what is, what is, what is I, she? I think she's three beautiful men on TV. Three beautiful oh, who won the well, She's got to be talking about you guys, on, Amanda. Of course. She's not talking about, she's not talking about me. I, I, the handsomeness, I, I hold not even a candle yet two to either one of your manly statures. There's not no gonna, way. I'm not going to argue. No, <laughs> I'm not going to argue. But anyhow. Uh, wait, so listen. Luke, wait, wait, wait. wait. Hold, 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 what's up? What's up, Tim? Tim, hit me. Hit me. Hit me. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get going because this is Luke's interview. I want okay. you guys to spend time with Luke. I'm with Luke. Make sure you uh, talk about your company. We want you to get that out there for everybody. Right on. Uh, but, 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 awesome. but Luke, you're an awesome dude. It's Thanks, great bro. talking to you. Hopefully, once all this shit's over, we can all get together, have a good old time again, like like in the old days. Yeah, man. I'm done with this COVID quarantine bullshit. So, like I said, I was even talking to Rachel before because she uh she she needed the link for the, for the talk show, and I gave her the link, and she's like, "We got to get together." I said, "Yeah, man. Once this is over, we should, man. We should all we gotta gotta get our kids together. I mean, we share a very the three of us share a very special uh I don't know special." something we have we got a special oh, bond the three of you know oh, we belong we belong to like a, a real special kind of kind of uh fellowship kind of yeah. a brotherhood um yeah. three uh, three autistic teenage kids oh and that too we each right. don't have three of them <laughs> i just thought you were saying how fucking cool we were luke but i mean if that that, that too yeah well, you know i mean there's not a lot of people that yes have rachel hair. See, rachel says i have the most hair you're right rachel i do have the most hair that's bullshit. But it's start, it's yeah it's starting to go gray it's starting to go gray though so I don't know. Anyway, well, no, I think it's a cool, it's a cool bond we share with that. You know, that's uh, because that's that's for real. That's special. That not a lot of people understand. But uh, no, that's you know, true. When you that's true. When you make your rounds upstate, man, let's do it for sure. Absolutely, definitely. Uh, yeah. So like I said, you go get get to the interview with Luke. Let's talk about Luke a little more. I'll be watching. Uh, Eric, I'll probably see you tomorrow on the other uh, show. Oh, it would uh, Tim. Is it would that happen to be the Just Too Sweet show featuring the insider? The Just Too Sweet show starring me, you, and well, we used to have a guy named Dave. Even though he, I see he commented over here. Oh, did he, he, Dave? Thank you for coming, Dave. White Claw, of course. Yeah, of course, it's a White Claw. Yes, we will be on tomorrow around six o'clock. We are, we are going to be having a non-offensive, but you might be offended anyway uh, about the women of wrestling. Just based on their looks. And I know in 2021, you're not allowed to do that. I don't give a shit. We're doing it anyway. Just Perfect. based on just based on the looks, the women of professional wrestling, top to bottom, number one through 20, whatever we want to talk about. So that's this, that. This is going to be the most superficially produced and, and done show about women in wrestling there ever has been. Because so here no I'm women, just gonna, no women watch because I don't want to I don't want to see one Me Too hashtag on none of that bullshit because we're just having fun. No, because just we're having, having fun. fun. Yeah. yeah, we're having fun. And why why can't we appreciate beautiful women? Why why can't we do that? 
Why can't and we do women? That? You're more than welcome to chat up, chat us up with the best looking men in professional wrestling. We have no Go problem with that. One hundred percent. We want what it. Time's that out tomorrow, guys. What time's that live tomorrow? About six, usually six thirty. Six six thirty. We usually go on between there. Yeah. Usually about that. Check it out. Usually about that. Cool. All right, Luke, man. It was good talking to you. You too, man. Enjoy yourself, Eric. I'll catch you tomorrow, brother. Right, Thank you for coming on, sir. Thank you very, very much. Wonderful. One. See ya. Hey Z, man. I just realized it's uh, your grandpa Hans' 89th birthday yesterday, man. Was it? Was it? Was it? He's my uncle, not my grandpa. <laughs> uncle Hans, yeah. Uncle Hans, yeah. He's not your, he's your dad's brother. 89, huh? Yeah. No shit. Uncle Hans, yeah. You how much I he's pay the, old, he's the oldest out of your brothers, Eric. Out of my dad's brothers? Your dad's brothers, yeah. No. no. That would have been Uncle Charlie. He was, he was about, he was probably eight years older than him. Oh, okay. All Maybe I remember, six. All I remember especially your dad and even you and Mike like and Hans when I when you'd go meet him and you'd go shake their hands it was like a fucking German vice like yeah it, yeah I remember it hurt sometimes and they all were the same size and like you guys got some hooks man but anyway yeah uncle Hans he uh, turned 89 yesterday man. well happy birthday uncle Hans yeah happy birthday he's still here man he's the, yeah. you know he's he's he probably worked in the woods for you know 75 of those years. Oh, so. yeah. Jeff was down at the shop uh, a couple days ago before Christmas, buying Christmas presents. So Piff? I got to see oh, Piff. Yeah, man. It was awesome. Ooh, good old Piff. Oh, yeah. Good old Piff. So, Luke, uh, what else is going on? Luke, do you want uh, – a lot of people – well, I guess you've introduced us to uh, the festival. You told us what that's about. Yeah, now, Luke, we you – well, I want to – well, hold on now. I, I got another little tidbit. Luke, you you have a hobby, and you mentioned I'm going to correlate this into what we talked about with the city people before coming up and yeah. helping out with our economy. You have a hobby that kind of uh, uh, ties into that, and it brings also a lot of tourism up here. Why don't you tell us a little bit about what you do and how it affects our area up here? The fly fishing, man. Yeah, it's uh, it's an awesome sport, and you know. Being a kid, I always saw a lot of people on the river fly fishing. I never really understood. It was kind of intimidating to me. It was. Um, I mean, it was very intimidating. And I, but I always fish. We, you know, you and I always had the ugly sticks and the and the and the, the little Cleos or the crocodiles we cast in the river. You lived right on the river, so yeah. Um, but fly fishing is so popular, and and, and this part of the Delaware River because of the Cannonsville Reservoir runs into it what half a mile from your mother's house just north of it yeah they run the bottom of the cannonsville reservoir comes up and goes down into the river so it's always 30 to 40 degree water very cold and the trout love it so a lot of your trout steams around the world the trout live for a year or two and then they die because they they need cold cold water constantly okay they'll either freeze over or they'll it'll get too warm and they'll die so this really? Delaware River up here, yeah, that's true. The Delaware River up here is one of the most popular rivers for wild rainbow and brown trout fishing in the world. And a lot of people don't know that, Luke. Yeah, I mean, that's and there's brook trout here too. So it's getting known more, but it's it's not it's not as as widely known as you know, maybe we would like it to be because well, you know, for me that's a catch twenty twenty, man. You know me trying to promote the town. 
but I also like to fish. So if I go start promoting it and I go to my favorite fishing hole and see a bunch of boats there, I'm going to be like, God damn it. You know, but I guess it is what it is, right? You know, I can fish at any time I want. So that's true. Um, that yeah, no, but it is a wonderful, it's a great, it's a beautiful river, by the way, regardless, you know, 100% beautiful. If, you know, if you want to come up and try the fly fishing or just get in a boat, you know, we've got the West Branch Angler Resort up here that's, you know, they've got boats, they've got guides. Yeah. Frankie, Frankie, Frankie Cook down there. Cook's there. Yeah, it's a great place. And Trout Fitters here is also real nice. So we, we got some cool places in Deposit, New York. You can come up and check out spring, summer. Hey, Cody, uh, Cody Tucker, who you might know, Luke. I, I, know know. I could introduce you if you don't. Uh, he had a co- cool fun fact. He said, I watched all the James uh, Bond because of your dad. And all those VHS tapes. Eric Zant, sorry, fun fact, while you guys were talking about family, it took me a while to type on the phone. Cody, I I am I am in awe of your run-on sentence ability. I, I can't even I, I, I can't even comprehend all that. And of course, Steve Ferracci, hey Eric ain't all that fast anyway. Well, <laughs> you know, that may or may not be true, boss, but you know. I do remember that, man. You're uh your dad was into the uh, the James Bond flicks, all the old ones, man. It was uh, oh, dude, that's what gave us uh, gave me and you know uh, an appreciation of it because you right. know he he had all the videotape. How cool would it be like if he was alive now to see all the streaming stuff? Oh, he'd be into it. For he sure. would be into it because he was into technology. Oh, he was he was yeah, yeah. he was, he would he was I on remember, top. I remember. I was in college and I took this basic electronics course, you know, which to me was pretty advanced though. It was basics, but it was new, you know, about resistors and transformers and electricity and electronics. And so I'm coming over to your house to bullshit with you. And you were in a shower or something. I sit down in George's there and he said something like, Jesus Christ, you got uglier since the last time I saw you when I walked in, you know how he is. Oh yeah. And he says, how's school? What are you taking? And I said, oh, you know, this and that. And I'm taking an electronics course. And, oh, electronics. And he just started talking. Did you learn about this? And just... Ten minutes later, he had talked about the whole course. And he just, I mean, your dad was a brilliant dude, man. He, he really he was. was. He was. He was. He was. He was, he was, he was a... time, for sure. And you know what was? You got so damn stupid, but he—he he was. Oh, dude, I, I got none of it. I, I absolutely got none of it. You know, uh, I, I have a little bit I of. Disagree. I have some. I have good genetics. Like I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm losing my hair, but I'm not like old and wrinkly. And I've kind of kept a, a semi-muscular physique. I right. don't want to hear it, David, Waki, or Steve. <laughs> but um, no, the cool thing about my father <clears throat> was that. Not only was he smart, I mean, super intelligent, but when he talked to you, it was like you were like brought right down to his level and he came right to yours. Like it just kind of met like that. And And I'll interrupt you real quick. And you, you could talk to him on any level. You could talk to him. You could bullshit about high school girls. You could talk about fishing. You could talk about sports. I mean, George could you could talk to him on any level, and that's you can't find people like that, man. To be honest with you, they're not around much anymore. And you know, it was so cool how, and I wish we recorded more of them. How him or any of them, the times where my grandfather and your father would hang out. Oh God, they'd have, they'd have about four or five bourbons in them, and then the conversations would just go and go. And they were both they were both ahead of their times. They were both really smart. They were fun. 
Yeah. And your mom and my grandma would just sit back and smoke like 4,000 cigarettes and cigarettes and be drinking like half a bottle of whiskey out drinking the men. About all the other people in the world, like a little barbershop, but. Oh, it was so great. And And it's like, and that was, and that was four 30 on a daily basis at my grandparents' house. It was cocktail hour and George, George and Bev were staples. And he had that big white thing and he'd fill it with, he had Jim Beam Manhattans, Jim Beam, little vermouth, cherry juice, and some, uh, some, uh, some bitters. Yeah. And, uh, they would just drink them and we'd, we'd, they'd hang out and Faye and Elsie would stop by or, um, you know, Dick and Virginia or they would just, and, and that doesn't happen anymore, man. Not because of COVID, just because there's not like camaraderie like that. There's not a cocktail hour anymore. There's not different. They are different. But how much fun did they have, man? Every day. Luke, it, it was like, and we and we kind of realized it only in in a different kind of context as children, because it was like they like they were cool, but like they like left us alone to our devices to figure things out ourselves. It's like, hey, we're gonna go do this. Can we? What if we do this or that? They're like, okay, well then figure it out. And then we kind of got to grow up, like like picking the brain of of these brilliant people. But yet, adventuring out into the world, figuring it out with the knowledge that with the little bit of knowledge that they gave us, like like my dad, like Dad, we're going to take a hatchet up into the woods and build a log cabin. Oh, okay, you're not going to cut many trees down with that, but have fun, you know. And we figured it out, and we made forts, and we had a a ton of fun, you know. Obviously, he's not going to send, you know, a 13 and an eight year old up there or a nine year old up there with a chainsaw, although that would have been a lot of fun. But you know what I mean? It was just having these brilliant people, these beautiful people, yeah, these man. beautiful souls. Um, I think about uh, Pop Tucker, and I think about how generous, how kind, and how just good-hearted he was. I mean, well, it's like Timmy said, you know, Luke, you're one of the sweetest guys that I know, and that's because he was my grandfather. There's no question about it. You know, he was a sweet dude. It was. It was. I got. He's right on my desk. There's old Tommy. There's Tommy right there. I'm yeah. Was that up at the chestnut, by the way? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember when that was taken. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. I was there. Yeah. So the dynamic of of us was your parents, my grandparents, best friends. Mm-hmm. Um, my grandparents had my father later in life. Hey, Dad, I always called you the accident, but I'll say it in front of your face too. Well, while he's out spending my inheritance on a damn another vacation. Cheers. Yeah. But anyway, sure, no. well, we love Mark too, don't we? Oh, we love Mark. Come on, man. Yeah. Mark, one of the coolest guys so, that has ever been in the universe. So they had Mark a little late and they never thought they'd have a grandkid. So they not officially like legally, but they just said, Eric's our grandkid because you know, oh, that's yeah. what we're going to do. And so you and, yeah. and then I came along and, and, you know, then we were just, you know, our houses were fairly close and. We just had fun, man, growing up, doing stupid shit, fishing. Oh, it was like the, the triangle, man. It's like I was at, I was down by the river. Tommy was up up across the pasture, and you were down the road by the pond, man. It yeah. was just so it was Did just I get so my great. head stuck in the couch, and you had to pull me out one day? What was that all about? Okay. Oh, wait, wait a minute now. This is We're going way back now. Yeah, dude. I was a young kid. You were probably about 
three years old. That was at the A-frame, dude. That was at the A-frame. Yeah, and that, that couch was at your brother Mike's house forever. I don't until, think until the flood. Yeah, maybe yeah. after the flood a little bit. I remember it. Big it was room. in the cave for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How cool is that? But, but I got my fucking head stuck in it. You did, and I think my mother got it out. My mother's the one that got it out. I don't know. Um, Amanda Gifford or Amanda Gifford, Amanda Walker is saying that we all uh, Rachel said I love Mark, and Amanda says everyone loves Mark. Uh, everybody loves Mark. Uh, I think that's a fair assessment. I'm going to say uh, you're not going to find too many people that dislike the man. No, no. no I don't think great, so. He's, he's, a, fair. he's a great dude, for sure. 100% great dude. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it's it's nice because when we're, we're brought up around good people, uh, it tends to rub off. And I think, Tim, like you were saying, Tim was alluding to that with you. I 100% agree with that, that you carry a lot of Tommy's traits. You carry his gentleness. You carry his kindness. You carry his generosity. Um, I mean, you're ugly. Tommy was very community oriented as well with the rotary and the history of rotary. Yeah, all that stuff. So very. Um, and you know, it's not. Gosh, I Amanda's Walker parents helped raise me too. Remember the mini mall? My oh, my Caroline mom, Caroline, yep. Caroline worked. Tuesdays and Thursdays, my mom worked Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So I'd go to their house then, and Dale and Amanda would come up to my house. You know, when I was uh, when Caroline was working. So, you know, it's uh, it's good to be. That's the small town stuff that I love. You know, it's like when we leave, when we leave, I my kids go over to Jason and Darcy Fortunatos, and who who else are you gonna want? You know, to help mold your kids into you know they're two of the best people in the world. Two know? of my favorite people. So that's why you know there's a great. I love the small town life, dude. I just do. I like it a lot. I have an advantage of with my job. I get to travel the world a lot. So I, it's nice to come home. A lot of people are like, oh, it's boring and I want to go. It's like, well, go. You're going to want to come back pretty, pretty quick. Yeah. You know, it, you know um, I'm a traveler. I'm, I'm a guy that's on the road a lot. I like going to the city. I like going to Boston. I like going to Toronto, as you know. Yeah. Like, you, you were in a Toronto for a minute, Toronto, Boston, New York, uh, uh, Tim and I, I'm a, before COVID I was down at Timmy's all the time, like three, four times a year. Yeah. And, um, and even, I've even been down there, uh, without going to see Tim, I, Eric and I went, went down to times square, you know, we were in a, the middle of 10 million people looking at a stupid Christmas tree, you know, which isn't stupid. I'm just, I'm no, making, I'm, I'm making a reference. Yeah, dude, it is. It was dumb. It was almost as dumb as Woodstock. But nothing's that dumb. So, um, almost, anyway. Almost going looking for the Buffalo and Walton. Oh, my God. Remember? Now, do you remember the – we stopped at that, like, hole-in-the-wall bar, and that guy drinking wine's like, oh, yeah, go this way, then take her left, and then go – so we did, and we got lost somewhere. Yeah. We were, like, way up in Delaware County. I think and, that farm still exists, so, actually. We've never seen it. I think it does, too. But, like, we were way up where, like – they spoke kind of like broken English. They were so far out in the country, man. It was bad. Yeah. I mean, do you remember, do you remember when, uh, I don't know what the event was. I think someone had, you know, I don't, I don't want to speak ill of anyone's family. If they're watching, I don't know who, who actually passed away, but there was some kind of overrun on a road, the rainbow lodge road, I think. And, and, and didn't people, people got washed away in the reservoir, right? Yeah, man. It was bad. 
but we were going to remember we were feeling heroic. We wanted to go. We wanted to save them. So we're up there looking for them. And and we took the easy red work truck. We took my truck. Yeah. And we took all these, and we're going up all the time looking. And we finally, we get stopped by this DEC guy. He's like, what are you guys doing? There's we're nothing like, to see here. <laughs> I, we're like, we're just looking for you. There's nothing to see here. Just a big hole. Nothing to see here. Move on, like, guys. Why don't you move along? We're like, yeah. yeah, but there's dead people in there. No, there's not. It's just a big hole in the water. We watched too many Hardy Boy movies, man, or books when we were oh, the great man, dude, We, we, we really were going to find them. It, it was so great. Dude, we had... That guy was a little was he was he a little over over yeah, douchey? He was being a dick, you know. He was being a dick. You know, Luke, I'm glad you brought that up. I'm glad you said he was being a dick because you want to know what it's time for, Luke. It's I, time to I, play. What time is it? It's time to play a game here on the A to Z program. Oh, is this a new A to Z game? There might be a new A to Z oh, game. Man. This game's actually called the douchebag. Douchebag. All right. This is the douchebag, okay? That, that fucking DEC officer's name can go right in there. Well, his, he's already in. How you doing in there, buddy? Good. I hope, yep, hope you die. So just anyway. A big, just a big brown hole in there. Just a big brown hole. Luke, what I have here is I have a list of names. Okay. Now, if they're cool, you know, you can say a little bit about them. You can say, you know, if you have, if you have something to say that you'd like to, uh, you know, prolificate about go oh, ahead and i have no idea what that word means and i hope i used it in the proper context if I'll I prolificate if i feel the need if i feel the need so if if you would like to say something nice and you think they're cool they're cool if they're not if they're a douche we douche them so Perfect. we're gonna we're gonna mix we're gonna mix them up here we're gonna mix them up here and the first one is tom cruise tom cruise Tom's cool. I'm a Mission Impossible guy. I like him. Tom. Tom's cool. Yeah. Out of the bag. Tom's out of the bag. Tom's cool. Uh, Bill Clinton. What do you think of Bill Clinton? I think we're gonna douche him. We're gonna do. Is gonna Bill a douche? We're douche. Okay. Here we go. Bill, you're a douche. Uh oh, oh. Phil Sims. I'm digging Phil, man. Especially, you know, I saw my first giant Super Bowl with him winning. Phil staying. Phil staying out? Yeah. He's staying out of the bag? Good okay. commentary. Yeah, good, good job. Phil, Phil Sims is cool. Uh, what about John Lennon? John Lennon. Yeah, he too fucking give piece of chancy for me, man, and that Yoko chick. I mean, I like the Beatles and shit, but I don't know. He was my least favorite. Fuck John Lennon, dude. All right. He's, he's a douche. John, John Lennon's a douche. Oh, Clinton's no douche. Uh, Steve Ferracci uh, says Clinton's no douche. I am actually a Clinton guy. I like Bill Clinton, but you know what? I think it's cool. I think it's cool that you threw him in the douchebag too. So I don't care about that. Not a big politician fan, right? How about how about Jimmy Fallon? Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy fucking Fallon. Uh, Jimmy's funny man. He's a good talk show guy. He can be douchey, but we're gonna leave him out. Is he kind of a cool dick? Yeah. Okay. So he's entertaining. He's entertaining, so based on that, we're gonna leave him out of the bag. Correct. Uh, how about the Dixie Chicks? Douche them. Liked it. Love their music. And they're kind of hot, but they're super hot. My wife looks like one of the Dixie Chicks. Yeah, well, they're but douches. They're, my wife's they're, the they're douche. We, we douched them. Oh, dude. Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson's great, man. He's the he's the best. No douche at all. No douche at all. Mike's cool. Mike's cool. Oh well. 
You know how I feel about this, but Luke, how do you feel about Queen Elizabeth? I could care less. Douche her. Yep. See ya. You're a douche. Oh no. I forgot I forgot all about these things. And this is just as a surprise to me as it is to you. Because I you know I made them and I shuffled them. How about Andrew Cuomo? Ah, douche him up. See ya. I, I, I will give him a little bit of credit, but I'm not gonna get into it. But douche him up big time. Well, douche him? Okay. Dixie T oh, by the way, Steve Ferracci says Dixie Chicks, mega douche. Yes. Yeah, um Steve, I hope you're paying attention because I want Tyson no douche. No douche. Uh, no deuce. It's no deuce. No deuce. I have a Steve. Mike Tyson Chris. I have a Christmas shirt that says Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> so, Steve, please pay attention. I hope you didn't sign. I hope you're still watching because I want your I want I, I want you to give me your absolute honest opinion along with Luke. Uh the, you know, this is this is a friend of all of us. Um, you love him and you love to hate him, but you can't hate him because he's just so he's cool. But he and Farachi have kind of an ongoing, offgoing little feud, even though they're you know they're both big Met fans. It's it's James Bunker. It's uh, James, he bunk out of the douche pile. I, I, uh, we, can't, we can't douche bunk, can we? No, I no. like giving. I like I like bunk. Cuomo, he's, like no he's a big ball buster, and that's good. He, he is. He can push. He can push the the lines here and he can fucking sail over it sometimes but he's he's definitely not a douche no he's he's not no no bunker no bunker's not a dude bunker has and it, you know the welcoming thing about bunker is that he understands humor and he understands sarcasm Absolutely. yeah and he and he tries to keep he, he keeps it down he brings it down because he has a way of of, of speaking not only that that pisses farachi off but but a way of like Getting people to chuckle a little bit and saying, "Oh, okay." People like Jimmy Bunker know he's pissing people off, so that's why yeah. he he's a button pusher. Okay, so so Farachi says, Bunk, dude. And, and then Tabala Tabala says, uh, "Bunker is a is an asshole." <laughs> I, 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 I'll agree to Timmy's. Uh, yeah, I, I will. But poor poor Farachi. He's moving closer to I'm me. Yeah. You guys are going to be besties. This is going to be great. He's, oh, here we go. He's got a giant. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's so great. Well, let's see. We got some more names to get through here. Maybe the Patriots What do you think about LeBron James? I'm tossing him in the douche pile. He's probably one of the best athletes we'll ever see ever. He's a douche. He's Stop a douche. Him. Sorry, LeBron. You're a douchebag. We can't, we can't, I don't know. We can't douche this guy. Come on, Andrew Backrack. Oh, no way, man. He's one of my best friends. He's one of the coolest guys he ever. Be, he can be a complete douche, but he's not getting thrown in the douche bag. I, I, I don't know. I kind of admire and appreciate Andrew's humor. So he's got a little Jimmy Bunker in him, I think. He might, you know but I mean. the button he's, pusher. Yeah. He's so mad, though. Backrack's one of the best guys I'll, I'll know. And Andrew Backrack is is probably one of my favorite people. I'll be honest with you, one of my favorite people. And this is also one of your favorite people, uh, Lawrence Taylor. LT baby, come on now. We can't we can't douche LT, uh, can we? There's no way we can douche no. LT. One of the best uh, best defenders ever. If if this guy doesn't get douched, then Timmy, Steve, and everybody's going to have a big problem, and me. Bono, oh. you too. 
Douche him up, man. He's a okay, Bono, you're a douche. You're going in the bag. Um mm, ooh, I don't know, guys. Derek Cheater. Ah, Jeet, man. Come on. He's an icon. No douche he, at all. I agree with that. He is an icon. A big icon. Class. I act. agree with that. Derek Jeter is an icon. Ooh. Hmm. This might this might cause some controversy here, but uh okay, David Waukee. Before we get into that, David Waukee says, Bono, no douche. Well, I would expect you to say that, David. You were just talking about White Claw. So anybody that talks about White Claw obviously wouldn't think that Bono's a douche. Bono is a King Kong mega douche. Thank you, Tim Tabala. We appreciate that. Now, this one's going to cause some controversy here on the program. But, Luke, we're going to leave it up to you. We're right. going to leave it up to you. Lars Ulrich. Oh, my God. What? Is Lars a douche? I can't figure it out. He walks a lot. I don't know. Is he a douche, though? He kind of acts like a douche sometimes. He does, but I think he's very, uh, he's very, uh, you know, one of those guys. He's he's, from, he's Danish, so do we give him Danish, half a pass for being Danish? That's, that's a, the path in the douche direction anyway. It, it is. You're getting like. He's very artistic and comes off as douchey but he's a nice guy i don't know man you know what let's leave let's leave him out by he's a cool he's a cool dick wife's nice is he a cool dick yeah he's a cool nobody want to hang out with him nobody you want to hang out with you could almost throw him in that douchebag you could almost he's he's uh he's dude napster what the fuck made you think of him i don't know um I don't know what made me think of this guy. I already know where this guy's going. I don't know who he is, man. Joel Osteen is that mega church preacher on TV. Oh, douche him up, dude. Hey, Joel, guess what? You're going in the douchebag because you are a douchebag. Um, oh. Well, you see, the God's the pudding in the in this corner in the chocolate, and you go in the the bill Cosby. Yeah, I mean, you got to think of the shit he did, man. As funny as his stand up is, and as as cool as he was, man, you got to douche him up, Bill. You got to, Bill. You fucked up. Okay, you, you got to deep throw him deep in the douchebag. He fucked up. Where are you? Where are you? Oh yeah, no, he's but he's his, he's his, his stand up was original and just perfect it was so good it was he was he was he was a genius at that craft yeah he really was so anyway uh what do you think what do you think about ellen degeneres she's cool man you know douchey stuff she she is cool she brings joy and you know i mean i don't know she brings people a lot of happiness and i'm I'm digging her let's leave are we we gonna give are we gonna give uh ellen a pass we gonna yeah. give her a pass? Let's give Ellen a pass. I say we give Ellen a pass. Why not? Because here at the program, we're all about. Well, no, we're not about fairness. Never mind. Uh, and here's the final one, brother. Let me tell you something, brother. Fucking Hulkster, man. Come on. No, we dude. can't do Hogan, can we? No. We you we can't. Put, you could put the Eagles fucking coach Doug Pedersen in the douche bag bag for sure. I, I was I was gonna, but. Uh, you know, we uh you know, I I, I don't want to talk about eagle stuff with no, and you right? shouldn't and, and you know what? We'll talk about it for a second. The only team in and I love I'm a Giants guy, you've known that you've known that your whole life. 
Oh, in yeah. The NFC, in the NFC East, somebody's got to win it. The, yeah. only, the only team I think that has a chance of winning one first round in the playoffs is the Redskins. They have a good defense, and Alex Smith has experience. They could do it. I think so. They, think so they, right. They're the only team that deserves to go. The Giants, Last night, I wasn't. There was Giants fans cheering for Eagles. I was. I wasn't. I wasn't doing it. It, w- it wasn't for me. I, I don't want to see the Giants go to the playoffs, lose four or five rounds in a draft, and just get the shit beat out of them in the playoffs. Yeah, I, I think that's a fair. I think that's a, a fair assessment because I think you know a lot of Giant fans, a lot of Giant fans, uh, were relying on the Eagles to win and hoping that they would. But to do what? To 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 take their six and. 10 record into the playoffs and lose first round for what? Yeah. Like, it, it, no, it was it wasn't cool. But Luke, listen, we 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 got some interesting stuff here. So Tim, Tim says all evangelists are douches, which I I agree with I that. I agree completely. 100%. Billy Reese loves the show, man. Billy, we love you. Thank yeah. you for thank you for everything, Billy. That was Eric, awesome. Eric it's spelled with an A, but we'll let him slide. Oh yeah. You know, Billy Billy's heart is in the right place. Yes, it is. Um, Sam, our buddy Sam, my buddy Sam, good, real one of my one of my best friends, Sam, says, "Eric, you're not going to say Donald Trump." Well, Sam, I was. Um, Donald Trump will probably be reserved for another show, but I think everybody could kind of agree he acts like a douche. Oh yeah, he's probably seventy five, eighty percent douche. So. I feel like he's been beat on enough. What about that guy Donnie from the movie theater? Is he a douche? Donnie, you well, that, don't you? he, he oh, must have been a douche because that girl couldn't find him. Oh. Do you remember how pissed off your father got at us, Eric? We, you got to tell the story because we, it was so long ago, but it, it, we it, talked it about was. it. We see each other. It was so funny. What we it were was. in the movie theater. I don't even remember the movie or what we were, you know, what it was or who we were with. My dad, because he was mad at me. Well, it was your mom and dad and Cody? They were there. Okay. Yep. Probably. I think we were watching. I think we went to watch. Like, like, like. I want to say it was a Disney movie or something. We were watching. It was like, like Oliver and Company or something. It was fun. Let's set the scene. Nineteen ninety. Eighty nine. Eighty nine. Ninety. I'm gonna say eighty nine. Ninety. Cody's. Cody was born in '85. He was about five. That's about right. You were you were about uh, what? Ten. Ten, eleven. I was probably 13, 14, 15, 13, 14. No, I wasn't that old. This had to be '88, '89. I was only like thirteen. So you were probably like nine or ten, and Cody was probably like three or four. Yeah. But anyway, so Luke and I are sitting at Luke's at the end by the by the aisle. Yeah. yeah. And I'm next to him. It's dark. In the dark. And Mark and Gene, your parents are in front of us. <laughs> and Cody's <laughs> next to next to Mark. So this girl comes up and she's and the movie started. It's dark. And this is the old school theaters where the seats are uncomfortable and like, you know, everything, you know, you imagine about like a like a small theater. It was over in Binghamton somewhere before the Megaplex um yeah. theaters came about. So this girl walks out of the into into the theater and she's going, Donnie. So I said, Luke, say something. And he goes, What? And she goes, Donnie. And Luke goes, What? And he she goes, Where where are you? He goes, 
Over here. Over here. So it was working so good. And then your father turns around and he's all pissed off. He goes, he goes, Luke, stop that. Damn it. And he starts that vein he's got popped out. Dude, he I was freaking out. He, remember, he got up and he came back. I was like, oh, my God, he's going to freak out on us. Poor girl. Um, I, th I think he did after, after – no, maybe your mom calmed him down. But Yeah, but he must have thought it was pretty funny, really. He probably did. That's probably why he got up to leave because he was uh, – Donnie. Yeah, Donnie. That was – I got to tell another – well, before we go on to the story, let's, 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 uh, let's end the – let's see who we put in the douchebag. So – in the douchebag, <laughs> we, we douched Bill Cosby, Joel Osteen, LeBron James, Bono, F him, John Lennon, whatever. Bill Clinton we douched, but I kind of like Bill Clinton, but I can agree that he was a douche sometimes. Um, the Dixie Chicks, F them. Queen Elizabeth, whatever. And, you know, Cuomo, I mean, I, I feel for the guy. I do. But you're a douche. So, anyway, that was the douchebag. Now, I like it. That's a fun game. Oh, it's a good game. It's really fun. It's really cool. Now, you Lars Ulrich, that's the guy that lives around here, right, that walks around town all the time? Yeah, he's his his wife has that puffy orange yeah, coat. Yeah, yeah. Now, I was thinking Lars from Metallica, but that's not his last name. Lars Updale, right, was Updale, the guy around right, now. Right, right, Not Lars Hallward. Imagine going up and asking him, like, hey, man, could you sign my drumstick? He probably would. Yeah, yeah, like, I'll sign it for you. So, uh, so Luke, <laughs> I got to tell another story quick here. Yeah. Before we start. Oh, Mike says, talking to my mom. Ah, that's funny. Yeah. Yeah, that's so, a side joke between Mike and I. Okay. So, so <laughs> Luke is about... 15, 16. Dan Cable's about 17. Yeah, he was a year older than me. And I'm about 19 or 20. And it was a Saturday morning, and it was it was in the summertime, and it was muggy. And we had... All the Molson? We had, we had stayed up till about probably 4 in the morning. I got to tell you, somebody else was with us. Peanut? Yeah, he was with us for sure. He didn't, he didn't go to the super bar with us. Though. I don't think he did, but he drank with us the night before. He drank with us the night before. Okay, so so it's 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 Luke, Dan Cable, Eric Zant, and Scott Parrington, which was usual a usual weekend thing for that that year. It was. I mean, that's and we ride around in my truck and that old Mazda. Remember how cool that was? That was so much fun. Dan would Dan would ride on the back and he was throwing my weights and all these concrete blocks and everything. We had a blast, but this particular time, we stayed up till probably three, four in the morning drinking, and I stumbled down to my house and went to bed for a bit. You guys passed out in a tent, and you woke up, and I had woken up about nine, nine thirty, and I came back up to see what you guys were up to, and I think maybe you were awake, and Dan was kind of like rousting about, and I think it was Dan. You were Dan said, "Man, I'm hungry." I think it was you. Dude, that Wendy's had opened up like the week before. Or it, was, it was like open up a month, maybe. Right there, yeah, it was right then. It was right there, and it was right down the hill. And so they had the soup. Remember the super bar? Like you buy, pay like five bucks or six oh, bucks. Oh, you got the nachos and the tacos and the whole works, man. It was it was heaven for a hangover. 
So we, this is a bad ending, though, man. This is a really bad ending. So we decided that it'd be in our best interest if we drank like three or four more beers and went to the super bar. So we did, and it was Molson Ice. Yeah, and Molson Ice is pretty potent. Yeah, and it's and not. I mean, I mean that was like the, it was like the 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 strong beer back then, and so we. You remember who bought it for us, dude? I. I do remember who bought it for us. Should yeah. we out him, Dan Miller? I mean, it's not like the statute of limitations. Yeah. You know, so Dan Miller bought it for us. And, 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 uh, he said, anybody asked, he found it in a cold mountain stream. I don't know why I remember that, but I do. That is pretty good. Dan Miller. So we drank three or four more and we went down to the super bar. And dude, we were hungry and we ate. I mean, we plowed. I just remember Dan ate so fast. He just kept going up and getting plates, and you and I did too. But he is just plowing, plowing, plowing. When we're plowing and we're eating, and finally we just we had all these empty plates, you know, because you got a new one, and we're like, "Wow, we got to go for a ride." So I remember we went up Columbia Lake Road. We're gonna have a cigarette, and we we get up to the very top as just as you're turning down uh, where it straight straightens out after McCabe, and it goes over towards Columbia Lake. And Dan's like, "Eric, pull over." I'm like. What? What's the matter? He goes, pull over now. So I remember you were at the window. He was in the middle. He he opens the door, pushes you out of the way, <laughs> runs to the side, and we're like, you and I are like, what's going on, man? So we get out. Dan just starts puking everywhere. Wow. So you're like, oh, no. So you walk over to the other side of the road. I was downwind. You're, you're puking. So I'm looking at Dan puking. You puking, and I'm standing in front of the truck. So we're at like a triangle in the road. No car could get by. We're all puking. We ate so much food, bro. That was was so bad, but it was so much fun. It was a great memory, man. That's funny. Wasn't that one of the greatest times, man? I was just uh, that. We used to get to the back of that Mazda and just drive. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Drive forever, dude. We drove forever. We. You know, this time stood still back then, man. We just didn't think, you know, we just never thought anything would ever end, you know. It just, we, we were so young and so free. Hey, it was like 30 years ago. 30 years ago. Can you imagine? 27, eight years ago, yeah. It's definitely over 25. Yeah, man. It's fun. It was. Well, Luke, I want to say something. Say I want to thank you. I want to thank you for coming to the program. I yeah, want to thank everybody. Who has given us our feedback? I want to thank everybody who participated. Luke, it was such an honor and it was such a pleasure having you on. I, I think we, I think this is one of the best talks and best times I think I've had with you in probably a long time. It was good, buddy. Hey, I want to plug the Easy Red Shop, man. I was, I was just going to say before we go, I want you to tell us where you work, what you do, a little bit about what you have. So, Luke, the floor is yours. Awesome. Take over. So, we were talking about. My grandparents, who were friends with Eric's parents, um, my grandfather started the company, started where, where I'm at now. The company's called Easy Red. The website's www.easyred.com. Um, he was selling automotive parts and tools and things. And he, one of his popular items was a hydrometer. And if you don't know what one is, you happen uh, to have one, don't you? I have one here. It's uh, this is for testing the, your your antifreeze temperature. So you put in your antifreeze, and 
Artie gave us a little help here. And it'll, uh, there you go, RD. God bless you. How you doing, RD? I love that man. He's a good man. He is. Um, and it'll tell you how good your antifreeze is to what temperature out. You know, if it's good to negative 32 or whatever, if you need to change your antifreeze or not. And same with batteries. They have two different ones. So when he was selling them, they were glass and they were hard to read. Now, if you know, if you've been to a lot of mechanic shops, something, in, something that's glass usually doesn't last. It breaks. Um, so Grandpa Tucker got together with this engineer out of Canada and they designed actually have an original one. They designed one of these hydrometers made out of ABS plastic, not glass. It's clear so you can see through it and it's hard so it won't break when you drop it. And they have one gauge. Now you can see it on the newer ones. There's just one gauge that makes it easy to read. And he sold a ton of these. So long story short, as he was selling them, his sales pitch was this is easy to read. So he had to come up with a company name, so he called it Easy Red. Mm. Kind of cool. It is cool. Um, and now we've branched on. We've got a partner, a uh, great guy, Bobby, out, out of New Jersey. And him, my dad, and I have helped grow the company to, to what it is now. You check out the website. It's got cool stuff. You can buy our things. If you're in deposit, you can buy them uh, at the Big M's in Windsor in deposit or at the Lumberyard at Wists. You know, Amazon has them all over the place. We've got – this is really cool. I wanted to show you. It's We do a lot of lighting for, for uh, certain companies like Snap-on and, and some of the big tool companies, automotive tool companies. We design a lot of their stuff now. Sweet. This is something that that we did that we've patented. We're pretty proud of it, and it's neat for everybody. It's called the neck light now. Pretty self-explanatory, right, Eric? Yeah. I so mean, like, it, go, it goes around, around, your, neck, around right? your neck, right? And it swivels oh, it goes up around your neck. neck. Okay. Now... It's uh, the batteries aren't. This is a. I don't have the batteries in this one, but it goes around your neck, and you can you know turn it on and swivel it, see where you're going. It's got rechargeable features. We've got one that has like double A batteries. They're super cool, and I know it's after the holidays, but some you might want to check out. Come on, Tim, we can do some bartering. You know that. RD, uh, we love you uh, too. Easier idea, just something like my family business something i'm real proud of check it out we got a cool facebook page um easy red the two letters e and z and then the red like the color check it out on facebook um follow right us here, right here is where you uh get it right there see this yep. here easyred.com so i appreciate it if you guys would check it out give it some love give the facebook page some love that'd be awesome and uh hey man like i've been watching the pcp stuff too eric like no joke dude it's I'm 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 into it, man. It's fun. I We're like, on. I like the the culture, the program. I mean, I, dude, I watched so much wrestling with you when I was a kid, but I stopped. So I, I don't know a lot about it for the just too sweet, but it's fun to listen to you guys chat and talk about it. Yeah, we're what we're trying to do is is uh is you know we're trying to entertain you, and we 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 bring a little wrestling nostalgia, and if we have to, we bring in some new stuff, but. You know, lately we we've we've gone in a direction where we think it's 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 a it's a really really cool direction we're going, and we're just we 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 talk about something and we go off on our own thing about it, and it's like a free for all show, and it, it did the last two times it's done really good. So we yeah, we've had such a, such a ball with that. It's a, the 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 dynamic of of you guys make it cool, man. Like. 
yeah it's just you guys work good together and it's uh you know when you told me you were getting into this and i was like eh, i could see eric's got that personality that witty fast humor and i i get it you know and uh it's better than i thought like it's a great program like the whole thing so anybody yeah. who's not following the the pop culture pros man definitely do that too for sure well, I appreciate you saying that, Luke. Um, we, we've put a lot of work into it. Steve Ferracci deserves uh, all the, you know, 99.9% .9 of the credit here because it's his brainchild. Um, he just recruited us assholes as talent and, you know, provide content. Um, I can't help it if I'm better looking than everybody but Align, who's nobody's better right. looking than Align. Have you ever seen Align, by the way? I don't think so. Align is on the Four Quarters show. Let me plug. Let me take a minute and plug a few of my comrade shows. You have the Jader and Kyle show. Review movies. Go in depth about programs. It's really, really interesting. These guys got good takes on stuff. You have the Just Too Sweet show, which stars me and Timmy, and you know that. You have the Put It in the Book show, which is the Mets show, and that's Steve and his fellow Met uh, compadres, and that that's a, actually a really fun show. Even if you're not a Met fan, they, that's a really fun show. And the We Stomped You Out show has the, the Giant show, which I'm not I'm going to plug, but I'm not going to uh, – that's it. You know, it's not an Eagles show, so, you know, fuck it. Uh, and then you have the Four Quarters show where David, who did uh, Align Lorenzo – I said that, Steve – and who David and Align – uh, have a show where they take each quarter, they, they, they go round and round, and they have four quarters, and at the end, they decide who wins, who the winner is. After whoever Dave's wins. the White Claw guy, right? Dave's the White Claw guy who, you know, you know may or may not, I, I don't know, he, he, I don't know, he has like a, builds sandcastles, and I don't, I don't know, like has postcard collection, I don't know, he's, whatever, he's Dave, and, uh, but, uh, and last but not least, um, I got to tell you, there's also, for you Yankee fans, the Empire 161 show. And that also stars Tim Tabala and Tim's buddy Ed Camus. He's our buddy, too. And the cool thing about the 161 show is they have something they call Mando Mondays. When the Mandalorian was on, they were recapping the episodes, and it was really, really fun. So, Boy, that was a great show, too, man. They, and they fit it right in perfect. It was so awesome. So that's us. That's pop culture pros. Um, we yeah, are uh, cool because you know you don't have to catch it live too, which is what I like because I got kids and it's on when I'm trying to get them to bed and get them to shut up and you know you yeah can, you can watch it. Put the headphones on and watch it later. Like it, it's totally entertaining. Like I'm, I'm as your buddy, man. I'm proud to proud of you guys. Like it's it's something pretty sweet. I didn't think it was going to be as big as when you were explaining. It, I didn't realize how professional and as good it was going to be. Oh, this is the this is the real deal. We used to buy baseball cards from Matt Russell down at the flower shop. That's right. We actually did. Oh, Steve, Steve's in. He wants me to send all the info to Easy Red. So, um, oh here, oh Tim. See, that's the joke. I I kind of have a man crush on a line because he's he, a line's a great dude and he's a good looking dude. Believe me. And yeah. uh, uh, but he's actually a really really sweet person. He's a fun guy. Um, but the guys like to, like to rib me about, uh, about, about the, you know, the crush and everything. So it's fun. So Steve makes up a good point. Subscribe on YouTube. Yeah. You can, you can subscribe to pop culture pros, all one word, and you will get all our content. You will see my face as often or as little as you would like, which make it more often because let's face it, I'm better looking than all those guys, except for a line. And 
pop culture tunes is coming soon. Tim, what a, what a good point you made. Fucking. Um, <laughs> we're gonna have uh, we're gonna have uh, you know, if I could control any of this shit, it'd be it'd be uh, it'd be great. So Tim is thinking about doing uh, what we're gonna have is pop culture tunes. We're gonna be talking about bands, uh, breaking it down, right. breaking down the All bands right. we like. And Tim is obviously gonna feature the Doors first, so it's called Pro Tunes. Oh, Pro I like tunes. It. Because we're the pros, so we're going to talk about the tunes. So that's um, what's great about pop culture pro. It's, there's no limits. There's What are you talking about? Music? Wrestling? Baseball? What are you talking about? You can talk about whatever you want. Collectibles, comics, TV shows, um, hiking trails, uh, you know, flamethrowers. It doesn't matter. It's all part Buffalo, of pop culture. Buffalo and Walton. You know? Buffalo and Walton. There's no, a big hole right there. Don't, don't, don't look at it. Lars Ulrich, where'd that come from? (laughs) Lars Ulrich, yeah, that was great. So, hey, Luke, I want you to ask me something. Ask me, Eric, when would you like me to do that? Hey, Eric, when would you like me to do that? Whenever it happens. Whenever it happens. (laughs) Remember that? One more. I got to say one more, you fucker. Remember, we we were unloading. (laughs) Oh, not the stuff. Oh, dude. (laughs) So there's this rock and tough guy, Eric. I wasn't tough. I was just big. And I was like 15 and probably really hung over. So we're moving this big rock for my father. And it's big. Like two of us barely could carry it. We had Eric's big Dodge Ram truck. The tailgate's down. And we both have it. And asshole goes one, two, three and throws it. And he wasn't like, okay, on three. He's like, are you ready? He just said, one, two, three, and tossed it. I still have a hold of it. I go in the truck with it and smash my head off the off the bumper tailgate area and, like, fall and, like, got up and felt like – and he's, he knocked me out for, like, 20 seconds. Your poor head. It's, it's <laughs> taking so much thing, abuse. Well, the fucking first thing you said was, why didn't you drop it on three, asshole? <laughs> like, come on. You're like, one, two, three. Oh, I just man. let it go. Oh, that sucked. I, you know, and I have no idea why I did that. I really, other than I'm probably being a dick. And I didn't mean for you to get hurt, but it added <laughs> to the, it, it definitely not, added to it. Oh, it definitely knocked me unconscious. That was fucking anyway, awesome. I had to, you had to throw that story in there for the end. That's, that was so much fun. Yeah. Your dad, and one of his, you know, he was kind of in a mood that time when, because he kept, to be fair, he kept asking us to do something. And we'd, we'd get busy in the shop doing this and busy in the shop doing that. So we went up to him because we didn't just go off and do what we wanted. We have to ask your dad. He's the boss. So, Whenever it happens. So you walked up to him and you're like, well, dad, when do you want us to do whatever we were going to do? He goes, whenever it happens. And so Luke pissed off but not wanting to show it just goes whatever it happens <laughs> it was so great it was so great well, kind of one of those that you had to be there things but uh, we had a lot of fun man growing up and it did and everybody one more time youtube.com slash pop culture pros that's where you go to find our content please go to it because uh we might be adding some more content and we might be adding, doing supplemental things to certain shows too. So please, uh, please uh, pay attention to that because as we go down the line, things are just going to keep rolling and getting bigger. So you want to get on now. You want to get on now. Like Luke said, you want to get on now. 
because when no, we're too big and famous for everybody, I'm not talking to any of you. You can see me on here, but I'm not going to associate with anybody anywhere. And like when real, I walk down like, the street, I'm not, so, I'm, I'm not just plugging it because you're on here. Like, no, it's and I'm joking. It's, but it's it, pretty good, man. Like it's it's entertaining. We appreciate it's fun. It. All the guys are good. You know, it's it's cool. It is, and and uh, Steve has an important question uh, before we wrap things up. Uh, Luke, is the fish behind you? Is it like the fish in The Sopranos? <laughs> Go swimming with the fish, Steve. Um, that's a. That's is it the dead. one that talks? No, it's not. It's a walleye that I caught with my grandpa Pete. Uh, let me find something. So it's this fish. Oh wow! And it's a nine-pound walleye I caught with my grandpa Pete and got it mounted because you know grandpa's not going to be around forever. So that's uh, something I caught up up north, up well southern Canada. It's a walleye. So southern Canada. So that's up north from here and down south in down Canada. South from Canada, up northern southern Canada way. That's like going northbound on a southbound train in the east of yeah. whatever. Yeah. So. Luke. Yeah, no, it's not the uh, it's not the one from uh, the Sopranos. It's not the one from the talks that gave Tony anxiety. No, it's got the little. Uh, it's got the little. It's got a little uh, nostalgia for me. It's not. It's a big walleye. It's like a nine and a half pound walleye, but I mean, it's not a giant. But to catch it's a it, good size walleye. It, oh, it's big. But to catch it with my grandfather, like I got it on. You know, Pete, Eric, and absolutely. I, I get the fish, and I he goes to net it, and he gets it in the net, and he falls right in the in the boat. And then I grabbed the net and Pete like dragged him in and he was laughing and we it was a great memory. So I'll have you know Josh Stevens from Stevens Texas and we did that for me. Oh nice. That's sweet. Yeah. Nice job. Um, I thought it I thought, I thought it was a he Josh Stevens did that? Yeah. He, he did the taxidermy? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie to you. I thought that was like a perch on the wall when I first looked at it. Oh, I'm glad Steve brought it up. They're the same family, perch walleye. Oh, they are. Yeah. Okay. They have those big yeah. eyes. They do, yeah. So so Luke, listen, we're gonna wrap things up. I, wrap I'm gonna up, call, I'm gonna Thanks. call that good. This was Yeah, it was fun, man. I'd like to thank everybody. Everybody for tuning in, everybody for their feedback, everybody for their comments. Guys, we had a great time, Luke. Once again, thank you for coming to the A to Z program. Yeah, I'd love to do it again, Eric. Thanks, brother. You're absolutely welcome back on this show. Anytime, anywhere, any place. Beautiful. Do you have any th last things to say, Luke, to everybody before we go? No, let's just uh, let's all make 2021 a better time, man. We got to get out of this funk. Again, it's been uh, even doing the show for an hour and a half. I feel fine still, even though I'm in quarantine. I feel like I'm going to get through this. We all got to get through it, man. We gotta, we gotta learn something out of all this bullshit we've been going through. Like I don't know, not to get all sentimental and deep, but you gotta maybe, maybe we were going too fast. You know what I mean? Maybe life in the world was going too fast, and somebody put something to slow us down. And now we gotta appreciate what we have. You know, like maybe you gotta spend a little more time with your family, and you know, maybe we were taking shit for granted. I don't know, but something good has to come out of this because it's a nightmare, dude. It's a pandemic. And it's a nightmare. Not a lot of people see that shit. It's a pandemic, and I know there's light at the end of the tunnel, bro. And and, and it's gonna be soon. But well, it's, you know, it's tough. it's it, it's it sucks. And you know, I think that we're what we're seeing now is that um, 
you know, a lot of people don't know how to deal with real frustration, with a real, you know, with a real issue that they have to, you can't just ignore this. You have to address this because you have to be vigilant. You have to think about the next person, your family member, your friend, whoever. You, you've you got to be aware and, vi- and vigilant towards right. this. And, and this has put a lot of people, it's put a lot of people in, in a precarious and uncomfortable spot. Well, that may well have to be because if it takes that to make you aware of what's going on, then so be it. But for the people who have been on the front, all these nurses and EMTs and doctors and all these people fighting this, listen, I believe in science, okay? And I believe in my fellow human, you know, going forward and practicing these sciences. This is what is getting us through this, are the nurses the doctors, the caregivers, okay? Through science and caring, we're going to make it through this. Yeah, man. I believe in the human spirit. And, Luke, I want to thank you again. This has uh, been an honor and a pleasure. And I, I want to thank you again for being on the program. This is the A to Z program, and I just want to tell everybody out there to be safe. We're going to get through this. And we have some upcoming shows. We have a few interesting guests and guest appearances coming up in the next few weeks. Probably some people you know, and probably some people you've never heard of, and probably some people that you never would have thought would have been here. So if I were you... You got to get Lars Ulrich on the fucking show now. It's not... uh, We might have Lars, but if I were you, and I'm me and I'm not you, but if I were not me and I was you, and I was thinking like me and listening to what I say and I'm not you, I would do what I say. Because... Tune in. This is going to be great. For Luke Tucker... This is the A to Z program, and we thank you. We will see you again on Pop Culture Pros Network. Thanks, guys. Good night, everybody. Good night.